This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. A new play called 24 Jam Dalam 37 Tahun is premiering today and it is exploring the idea of fractured family relationships. Um, it is on until the 15th of March at the Loteng Art Space in Subang. And joining me to tell us more are two of the actors from the play, Anissa Aziz and Anwar Hadi. Thank Hello. you for joining me. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing okay. Yeah. It's a doing good morning. Good. <laughs> yeah. The thing that caught my attention first about this play when I read the press release was the, I, I suppose if you can call it that, the um, catchphrase or the, the, the headline, um, to be a great human being, you should not have a father figure. Um, it's a very bold sort of statement to make. Um, why that? Where does that come from? Um, through uh, playing the uh, characters and doing the show over and over, over again and in over rehearsals, again. <laughs> uh, we found that uh, I guess what the writer Kairi is trying to say is uh, you don't necessarily need uh, great people uh, that to look up to in your life to be able to be a good person yourself. You do need to kind of uh, make up your own values and your own uh, moral compasses and uh, follow those. And as long as you stick to those, uh, it will work out for you if, as long as you try to be a decent human being. Uh, but also not having those things make it makes it hard, makes mm. it hard. And you have struggles in your life. And uh, I think the play is uh, trying to show us uh, those struggles, which I'm why... It is important, actually, even though you can actually be a decent human being without a father figure in your life, it's difficult. Mm. And uh, we explore what about it is difficult. Mm. So it's, it is a play written by Kairi Anwar. Um, it's being directed by Christopher Ling. Um, and as I said earlier, it's, it's described as being about these sort of difficult, fractured family dynamics. Um, Tell me a little bit about the characters in the in the story and then who you guys are playing. Okay, so um, there are three actors in this play. Um, so The two of you? The two of me, uh, the two of us. And <laughs> the, two also of the two of me. Oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, of it you. is. Yeah, there's six of me actually in the play. So yeah, there's Asha who's playing the uh, main character. She's Haikal, myself um, and Anwar. So uh, Anwar and I is actually like a extension of Haikal the, that represents the masculine and the feminine side of his uh, mm. of his life um, so um, I play about six characters in this play wow yeah um, all of the um, important I would say important female characters that have affected him and impacted his life in a certain way and um, Anwar you want to talk about yeah. your characters I play four characters uh, that also impact uh, him throughout his life all the male characters the father the best friend the teacher the um, what was one more the brother-in-law mm -hmm. eh? was it brother-in-law stepbrother stepbrother yeah. <laughs> even you're not getting yeah. into the straight uh, uh, but yeah you'll, uh, you'll see <laughs> in the play the uh, the brother-in-law plays a smaller role compared to the rest of it but um, all of them uh, combined to tell this, uh, co uh, you know, cohesive story about this man who's just trying to 
be a good person. Mm. So, of course, from the description that I read, I had no idea. I thought it was a very sort of straightforward yeah. um, parents and a son, <laughs> you know, with, with, you know, the parents going through a difficult marriage. Um, so I'm very intrigued yeah. to hear about this, yeah. like, whole um, encyclopedia of characters. Yeah. It's um, very colourful, actually, despite... Mm. Um, I don't know somber <laughs> description, <laughs> like uh, the uh, like we were featured yesterday in a um, uh, newspaper article saying that oh the cons- consequences of not having a dad around you know it sounds like oh, so so dark mm. so sad but actually um, it's actually a very colorful story that's being um, narrated by Haikal. so like for me personally as an actor who's playing um, and being part of this character. Uh, being part of this play, I feel like excited for audience to come and experience um, Haikal's uh, life experiences mm. um, because it is not like I, w- I wouldn't say it's n- it's not sad. There's of course um, those highs and lows moment, but it's definitely colorful. It's mm. definitely vibrant, and mm. and just I think yeah. the way that uh, Chris Ling has directed this play. Uh, kind of allows for an audience to uh, experience a whole range of uh, emotions, a whole range of uh, theatre shows, stuff that, uh, you know, you go to different shows for different experiences, you can get all those experiences in this one show, I feel like. And I I think that's a testament to the skill and vision of uh, Chris Ling. Is there a story that runs through? Um, You know, is there a beginning, a middle and an end? Or are we like sort of jumping through time? What's the concept? That's absolutely a beginning, middle and end. Uh, We uh, do follow Haikal's life uh, from young uh, Mm. up until uh, adulthood Mm. and uh, kind of follow him on his uh, journey towards becoming an adult and finding out what it means to be an adult. Uh, And it's, it's very... Uh, heart-wrenching and I'm, already, I, I'm thinking about certain scenes and I'm already yeah. moved by yeah. it even though we've done yeah. it uh, yeah, uh, if I, times if I yeah. may share because like even as actors we've been rehearsing for like almost two months and yeah. we've been doing like multiple full runs by now and you know it gets there's always like for act, ourselves myself particularly I don't want to speak on your behalf <laughs> I feel like there's always um new angle, new perspective that um, I get uh, just by being the characters mm. or just by watching Shah um, play the character of Haikal. Um, and that's the thing that I can't wait for the audience to experience. You know, you might have a constant father figure in your life, but hey, who knows? Um, maybe there's slices of your life that's reflected in Haikal's story, mm. which I, I wish that everyone can just come and just be open and just Hey, let it all in, you know, yeah. let it all sink in. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking for myself, uh, playing uh, in this play, I have found, uh, so even though I lived with a father figure in my life, uh, my father was very present throughout my life, certain aspects of it uh, really uh, hit hard and connected with me, uh, even as a person who did have a father figure. So I feel like uh, Kyrie has written something that... Even though it's very personal, it's mm. also it found a way to become kind of universal to the experience of growing up as a Malay Muslim boy in Malaysia, yeah. Uh, yeah. and and uh, it really kind of uh, connects mm. on on a visceral yeah. level. Uh, and it's kind of unfiltered as well. It's like 
it's nothing to me personally like it's nothing like you've ever um like read or experienced before because this is like a KL boy story yeah. you know is it in uh, is is it in Malay the the play most of it is yeah. in Malay i would say a good 90 to 95% mm. of it is in Malay there are uh, sequences that are in english mm. but it's mostly by and large a mm. malay play what does the title refer to because it's also a very interesting title 24 jam dalam 37 tahun it's actually the number of um, hours spent um, that haika spent with his father which is like less than 24 hours yeah. uh, about, about he, wow. 24 hours mm. He's a 37-year-old year man. Wow. He, he's only met his father for about 24, 24 hours. hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That in itself yes. <laughs> is quite a punch, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, and you guys are kind of playing all these different characters. So, um, for in Shah's case, he only plays Haikal throughout the play. Or else you guys have to kind of shift in and out of different roles. Um, what is that experience like? Uh, you know, how do you get in and out of these mindsets? <laughs> Misa? Yeah. Um, I'm. To be honest, and um, I thought that it will get easier, <laughs> but no. Because uh, um, I personally, I I do get invested in these characters. I really care about these characters. So of course, um, it's it's a, it's a real it's really challenging. Um, because you really want to represent all of this for for myself, all of these women. Uh, in Haikal's life and do justice to all of these characters because I'm I'm more jealous of Anwar's characters lah <laughs> if you come to the show you know why you need to come and watch it and then like yeah you you get different set of emotions from Haikal's masculine and femininity and mine is more on the emo side lah of course women being emotional <laughs> everything that um that that represents a woman you get to see it in all of the six characters that I played. I played um, Haikal's mom, uh, grandmother, um, a couple of ex-girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, uh, stepmom and also uh, the wife. Mm-hmm. So all are very... St- what, what I can tell, um, as much as I can tell about my characters that, that I'll be playing for uh, in 24 jam dan 37 tahun is that All of these women are strong, um, opinionated women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think for for the masculine roles, uh, again, I, I I echo what Nisa said about uh, trying to do justice to the characters. Mm. I also want to do justice to uh, the story because mm. I feel like it's a very important story to tell. Um, yeah, there's in in the masculine side, uh, in particular, I feel like um, it shows rather plainly what the downfalls of trying to stick to a traditional masculine mm. role uh, or whatever that means in a conservative Malay Muslim uh, society. In Malaysia. Uh, in Malaysia. <laughs> uh, how that kind of hinders emotional development, how that kind of is not... Or, absolutely not healthy mm. for you as a human being to stick to all those uh, roles too rigidly you kind mm. of have to allow yourself or at least i have mm. to allow myself to open up and uh, be vulnerable you know and still be comfortable with my masculinity with being vulnerable even though when i'm being vulnerable do you have a favorite among the characters you play 
Um, the role that I had inhabit the most would be Abba, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that it's it's you know quote unquote funner to play the best friend role because the best friend kind of some happy upy mm-hmm. kind of person. But I think uh, because of my own uh, personal attachments or uh, wanting to explore the issue of father-son relationships me as a as a person I feel like the Abba kind of connects mm. uh, with me a bit more because macam I know this character I have lived with him for a long time in my life right and uh, you know it it allows me to explore things that I've always wanted to explore as a Malay Muslim boy. <laughs> mm. And Anissa, what about you? Do you have a favorite uh, role? Um, a favorite, I would say, uh, <laughs> playing one of the ex-girlfriends lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it because it's the only like fun moment, yeah. uh, one of the fun moments that I have. But um, challenge the most challenging one, I would say. Um, mama and Nene, mm. yeah, because these are like the most the two titular character in Haikal's life mm. that is very prominent in his life. So, um, as an actor, I feel the the pressure to yeah. make sure that okay, I I deliver this character well and do justice to it. Um, and mm. you know, like and the beauty of doing this play, um, uh, playing all these characters is that I get to um be under uh, Chris uh, Christopher Ling's direction and then it's a script by a friend mm-hmm. who is like I I really care about and you know the the investment is there and of course you the per- emotional and personal investment is there but y- you know you have to know when to uh go in and let it go lah yeah so all of the characters are yeah if have a special place in my heart, of mm-hmm. course. But mm. yeah. If I may add, uh, uh, when she plays the mother and the grandmother, those are my favorite um, scenes mm-hmm. to watch from the sidelines, lah, from the backstage. Which, um, those, which, um, I would just be immersed in that that scene and that conversation that's happening between so Haikal kind. and the mother and the grandmother. Those scenes are much like, phenomenal. So what um, what would you say a, a director like Christopher Ling brings to the story? What is his approach? Uh, how does he handle you guys as the cast members? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's not my first time working with Christopher Ling. It's, uh, we've worked, uh, he's been... Uh, generous enough to allow me to work with him for uh, multiple times now. And Favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but but uh, it's, it's always great to work with Chris because he has this... Um, uh, he gravitates towards uh, characters and towards story in a way that is very... Uh, encapsulating is very much um, whole, whole, holistic yeah. I would say uh, he wants to develop everything he doesn't want any stone unturned he makes sure that we put in the work to make sure that our characters have life and uh, and he does his role as a director to make sure that whatever life we breathe into the characters is also shown on stage through the lights through the blocking mm. through the uh 
the questions that we need to retain in our head. And I think uh, Chris has allowed us to uh, plenty of room to explore mm. and you know, give life as much life as we can give to all these characters. Even though, you know, the character might appear just, you know, five seconds yeah. in the in the thing, but that even that character needs life. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm interested actually, and then that relates to something that I was going to ask, that with each of you playing different roles, um, I mean, yes, I know that there is a script, mm. but is there a certain amount of uh, spontaneity or, uh, you know, like development that happens only when you start performing Ooh. together? Which is like, I'm going to tell you like, this is my favourite part of uh, the process, which is um, character building and creating the world, that uh, Haikal's world. Uh, we, uh, we spent almost two weeks, right? Yeah. Mm, you know, trying to uh, justify all of the actions of all these characters. And I think what makes um, this story interesting is because how, how all of these characters are being... Born, I guess like it's being conceived mm. you know it's not just macam not just like a character that oh in a script that you pick out there's like a legit backstory to it that um, I think people are just going to be really invested in lah. even though it's just like a five second character ke, yeah because um, and and we we really uh, work closely to make sure that you know our story um, are all aligned to one another yeah, because um, it's easier to just like, uh, you, you have six, uh, like personally for me, I have six characters to play. It's easier to just go crazy and do this, do that. But at the end of the day, um, I know for a fact that I'm an extension of Haikal's um, memory, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I need to honour what is his vision and what is his um, visual of this character. So we start with that. Mm. Yeah, so we do have our comparison. It's like playing. What, what is that game? It's like no, this is my version. That is your version. It was very fun, <laughs> but um, good to know that when we uh, uh for the mess uh sorry feminine character, like we were on the same page mostly except for one character which is Putri. But it 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 was a fun process because we get to explore and Chris being someone that is very detail oriented. Um, yeah, again to just continue what uh, Anwar mentioned just now. He he makes sure that whatever we do on stage, whatever we say, whatever actions that we portray on stage, it's always with a clear intention. Mm. You know, it's not just you don't simply do it because you just want to explore. Mm. So as an actor, it's always like a it's a safe space for me to just explore, and at the same time, it's also a safe space to make sure that the characters are within. You know, it doesn't go far away from the world that we are creating. Mm. Yeah, um, It might seem, you know, that these kind of smaller family personal stories, it's something that people do a lot on stage, right? And, and there's almost a sense that, oh, it's a little bit old-fashioned. People want to do something more avant-garde, edgy. Um, why do you think it's important to continue telling these kinds of stories as well? I think uh, to form personal connections because I feel like living in a world today, uh, it's very easy to feel disconnected. It's very easy to feel lonely. And uh, knowing that there are stories out there that speak to your experience, even though not lost out in barrel, you know, uh, certain aspects mm. of your life and your relationships with the people in your life reflected in 
art and mm. in stories uh, help and give mm. you hope and give you life. Mm. Uh, and I know that stories are the things that give me the most life. That's I guess that's why I am in this business and I want to be an actor. Um, but I'm sure that it means a lot to a lot of different people as well. We build our lives through stories. We tell our own lives through stories. And by receiving other people's life stories, we form connections, we form bonds, and we become uh, a cohesive and hopefully harmonious society. Mm. I think, like, because you mentioned specifically, specifically about... Well, there's a lot of uh, stories about family as of late, right? I think it's it's a good thing. Something it's it's important. It's necessary with what's going on in, in the world mm. right now. It's to me, it's pretty chaotic. I even like no, I'm not gonna what scroll down my Facebook because <laughs> it gives me anxiety. Yeah. But um, all of us we come from somewhere, which is family, be it a real family, foster family, a broken family, whatever it is. Everyone can always identify with a family story. So I think um, just to resonate with what Anwar said just now, kind of like unites us, bond us. You know, we all come from some sort of family. So I think it's relatable to everyone. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, it sounds like uh, it sounds like it's going to be a really interesting play to watch. Yes. Uh, I I think so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Do come and yes. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming and talking to me about it. Thank you, Sharmila, for thank, having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I've been speaking with actors Anisa Aziz and Anwar Hadi from a new play called Duplo Empat Jam Dalam Tiga Tujuh Tahun, which is on um, from now until the fifteenth of March at the Loteng Art Space in Subang. Uh, the production is by Theatre Three Sixty, and tickets are priced at forty eight ringgit with thirty eight ringgit uh, with concession price and are available via PTIX. For more information, visit theatre360.com. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous Front Row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.